Easter egg hunts today. I want everybody to look under your chairs, and in the front of some of the chairs will be blue tacks, a piece of paper like this. We should have about 11 of them. Can you hold it up when you've got it? Okay, there's one over here. are going to be our chief excuse givers because what I want you to do is if you can swivel around form a group around those people and pretend you're back at school now some of you are still at school but um, yes and some of you just have brain age of school people so this should be easy so pretend you have forgotten your homework And you are trying to make up a really good excuse about why you forgot your homework. Okay, can we do that for a bit? And write it down on the piece of paper. Okay. Well, it's the dog at it is the best one, isn't it? But, um, my dad ate it. Yeah, yeah. I dropped it in a puddle. Really? You got one over here. I'll give us a couple more minutes for that. We got one over here? You got one over here? Can you think of some good excuses? Have we got one? Oh, there's one here. Oh, Bieber, come on. Here we go, come on. Who wants to write some excuses down? Come on. Well done, that man. So we need some excuses for this man to write down. We want to be the best excuses over here, okay? No, the dog at it, or, you know. Pardon? <laughs> so tell him over there. What? Have you got some good excuses? You've never forgotten your homework. You can t- tell him You're if you've got so some good, good ones. Hello there. Welcome. Nice to see you. Hi. Okay. We we could probably do that for a long time, but I'm going to I'm going to stop you now. I'm sure there's some great excuses. I'll do what teachers do. Okay, who has a great excuse that they'd love to share? You can just make it up on the hoof if you want to. Uh, My brother has taken my USB to uni with him and is on a seven-hour train. Nice. Very nice. Very believable. Okay. (laughs) Did it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another one. You hear up here, all right? Yeah. We got one over here. Actually, I'm probably going to need a runner. I, for, I forgot to go on holiday, and I came back when I was supposed to go to school, so I couldn't do it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Danny, would you yeah. mind? Okay. Are one there any more? up here? Have we got any up here? Who wants to say them? 
Oh, they look like people who always remember their homework up there. So, because my sister hid it. My sister hid hid it. Um, one of my tennis rackets. Oh. Oh, okay, random, excellent. And there's a couple more out here, Danny. Oh, have those back. Yeah, you didn't know you were going to get some exercise when you came here. I'm Anna Kavai. We're coming up some, right, with some fairly plausible, believable excuses here, aren't we? I have a German excuse. I have the Hausaufgaben forgotten because I had a long school and training And in English, I, have, I, I forgot my homeworks because I have long school and I had football training. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's very appropriate okay. today. <laughs> Excellent. Um, one oh, more, and go. then we've got a group over here. Uh, the dog ate it. Oh, uh, classic. classic. Also uh, left in pocket in the washing machine. Uh, oh. uh, also probably been done many times. Go on, Rob. The mother-in-law at it. <laughs> Vanessa. I was abducted by aliens and left it on the spaceship. <laughs> Did you, can you say that again? I was abducted by aliens and left it on the spaceship. Okay. I always uh, had a bit of a Interesting left field yeah. one there. Oh, oh we've got one more in the corner before we, okay. We might need to do you later. It was swallowed by a sinkhole. Oh. A sinkhole. Is this on right. the there? We've got another mic at the back here. Okay, one more and then and then we're done. We're right over. Excellent. Uh, I left it on the train. Ah. Yeah. Awesome. Boring, plausible, excellent. Good. Okay. Oh, Danny, we've got one more, I think. Oh. Uh, yeah. Come on, Matthew, I bet you've got yeah. a good one. I bet this is a good one. I accidentally put it in a shredding pile, my mum shredded it. Ah. Oh. Is that true? So you blame your mother? That is actually true. <laughs> Sarah, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> so it's your mum's fault. Great. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> so some of those were extremely convincing, weren't they? Very convincing. But we had a couple of not very convincing ones. Did anybody get those? The, um, abducted by aliens and a sinkhole. Yeah, not too sure that that would be accepted at school. If you think about it, what I just read in Luke's gospel is totally unconvincing. A dead person coming to life. How ridiculous. And a bunch of people all through the ages saying they believe it's true. What weirdos. But maybe not. Some say this story is all made up. And there are lots, of, lots and lots of reasons why it might be made up. I mean, it, it's not biologically possible, is it, for a dead person to come back to life? It just has not happened before. Somebody who's been dead for at least 48 hours coming back to life and then being everlasting. But you know what? If we make something up, we try and make it plausible, don't we? We try and make it something that people would believe. We don't necessarily go to our teachers and say that aliens abducted me so I couldn't do my homework. Because we know that that's very unlikely. Maybe not impossible, but very, very unlikely. Um, Luke, who wrote Luke's Gospel, wanted people to believe this. He really, really wanted people to believe this because he knew it was true. 
But it is totally implausible. So why, why would he have made that up? He knew that it would be hard for people to believe, impossible for people to believe, but he wrote it anyway. I mean, a lot of, apart from the dead person coming to life and walking around and not being a zombie, um, who were the first people to see Jesus alive? Yeah. And in those days, the testimony of women was worth nothing. Nobody would have believed them. I mean, for one thing, they were saying something crazy and awful, really. But for another thing, just the very fact that they were female would have meant that people would not believe them. And that was written down. And that story was told over and over and over again because people believed it was true. In our reading from Acts, Peter is telling this story again. And he's telling exactly the same story. And this is Peter who just a couple of days before had told Jesus that he would do anything for him. And then when it came to the crunch, when Jesus was actually arrested, he was nowhere to be seen. He actually denied him with words. But later on, something happened to Peter that completely changed him and made him able to tell this story to people who would have wanted to hurt him. This story changed Peter in some incredible way. And it changed a lot of people. Now, look around you. Maybe at the people you came with. Maybe some people you know. Maybe some people who have shown you love and kindness and hospitality. People who are sensible. They believe, some of them, that this man came to life. Do you trust them? Do you trust their testimony? The testimony of these people that you know? Because sometimes that is the, the biggest thing that convinces us. The people who believe in Jesus. Do we trust the people who trust in him? What do you believe about this? At different times in my life, I have... I have believed very different things about this story. But now I believe it's true. And it's changed my life. I wonder how it would change your life if you really believed that this Jesus, who is God, died and came back to life. How would it change you? carry on thinking about that as our service continues.